0: How wonderful! How glorious! Grant unto us tonight that spirit of wisdom and revelation, and the knowledge of who you are, that we might in truly embrace the understanding of you, the God of the universe, who loved us so much. She caused us to be born of your spirit, that we might call you our Father, God. We're so grateful and thankful. There is no other one like you, Jesus. We're so grateful that you paid the price that we could not pay and shed your blood that we might be redeemed unto God. Right now I pray, Holy Spirit, <laughs> that in every home that is watching, thank you there is no distance for you that you fill every home. Ceiling to floor, wall to wall with your presence. As men and women and children have been worshiping you in your, their homes that you fill that atmosphere with your presence. That you might work on hearts and lives and bodies, on emotions, to do what only you can do, to set the captives free, to bind up the brokenhearted, to heal those who are sick and hurting. We thank you for that anointing, that I know he fills that home, but rests upon each and every believer They'll not only sense that anointing in their life, but they'll know that that anointing works through their life, that as they go forth, as they share with others, that that anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage will be theirs. We pray for every person has incurred any type of illness. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. Right now, we stand against the disease of MS, MS. We command those lesions to begin to heal those things that they say cannot really be totally restored. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for supernatural anointing working, a healing and a cure in those bodies. We thank you for working. in the bodies that have cancerous cells that you begin to work by your anointing, begin to target every cancerous cell with the life of God, Make old things new. Bring life to those things that were dead. I thank you, Lord, that you're healing arthritis right now. Just as that balm of Gilead, that oil of the Spirit, begins to lubricate those joints and set them free from the pain of that movement. God, we thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I thank you that the peace of God that passes all understanding fills every home and every heart. Father, we thank you for doors of utterance. Put me on like a glove that I may speak as of the oracles of God, that which is needed to say this evening, give us ears to hear what you're saying. And we give you the glory and the honor, the praise and the thanksgiving for everything that will be accomplished in every heart and life by your word and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I just want to say hi to Eric and Mindy. I want to say hi to Margie and Phil. <laughs> I want to say hi to Sarah, Harvey, all those that you are joining us. I'm just having a little fun with this, just picturing you. Glad that you're here. You can be seated. Just want you to look at somebody next to you and say this. By the authority of God's Word, you are not my problem. If you've been spending 24 hours a day seven days a week this last week together You may be thinking those people in my house. They're my problem, but they're not your problem We don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places And the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we take our thoughts captive and we throw them down. We bring them into the obedience of Christ. And so our soundness of mind is so important to us right now. And at this time, it's really a, a matter of, you know, we hear in different places that it's really a concern that we get out and we do physical exercise for our mental and emotional health. And I, I agree with that. I think that we need some some exercise we need to get out. But I'll tell you what we uh, can really use right now as well, and I know many of you are already doing this. I just want tonight to be uh, uh, really an exhortation to you of things that I know that you're doing, and Really, that's why you're joining us today. But if you happen to be joining us and saying, you know what, I really feel like I'm under the pressure of this thing and I'm, I'm not winning this battle of fear, I'm not winning uh, all the things that are going on, the changes that are taking place, then I want to encourage you, uh, really, we're going to talk about strengthening our inner man. I believe it's so important in this day, certainly if you came into this day strong, you you understand the importance of of exercising yourself in spiritual things, but if you haven't, you came into this time and you said, man, I'm having trouble pushing back against this thing, then I can put you on a regiment. I'll be your spiritual trainer tonight, and we'll put you in a routine that will really begin to strengthen you and, and, and bring you to a place that You'll find yourself doing much better day after day after day. No matter how this unfolds, we'll find ourselves walking in a greater strength. So I want to start tonight just uh, in Proverbs, the 18th chapter, and the 14th Verse. We're going old school right now. I just want to tell you that we're working our, our tech department, which even if you're in your home, just give our, our tech department, our, our, our worship team a big hand for uh, everything that they're doing uh, to make this uh, time, this live stream, get better and better and better. And so we're working on getting the, the words on the screen for the, the songs and for the scriptures. But tonight, it'll be great. Just if you don't have it right now, just take a moment, run and get your Bible have it on a device, I know, wow, wait a minute, we're not gonna have words on a screen? No, you know, back in the day, we used to have to look into our Bible. And so it'll be a good thing to look into your Bible. And so I'll try to take a little bit of time when I call the scripture so you can get to that verse. But we're gonna go to Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14 from the Amplified Bible. It says, the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear? He says, "Listen, the strong spirit of a man is what sustains him in difficult time, in bodily harm or sickness, and in trouble. And so he says, "A weak person who can bear up under those things." Proverbs the 24th chapter and the 10th verse. The New Living translation says it like this: "If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small." If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. The Message Bible says it like this. If you fall to pieces in crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. It's really at these times of of trial, these times of change, these times of pressure, that we really begin to be able to see where our strength lies. Have we really been living out of our emotions, out of our, our, our intellect, or have we been living out of our spirit man? And now is the time to live from our spirit man, the things that have been developed and growing within our spirit man. And so, you know, I, I think most of us would say, you know what, I want to be strong spiritually. I want to see dynamic things happen. And really, you know, in, in, as we talked about in, you know, on Friday in Take 10, Putting on the whole armor of God on Thursday, Jonathan mentioned it, but it says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might." Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the strategies of the enemy. And so Friday, I said, you got to dress for the occasion. And so really, you know, it's really time to really just dress for the occasion. Why? Because although it looks like we may be battling simply a virus, we're not just battling a virus. Our battle is not flesh and blood against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities. It's against powers, it's against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Right now, even as you you understand when fear tries to come or doubt tries to come or depression tries to come, anxiety to overcome your life, this is the enemy trying to bring you down. We're in a spiritual battle, so spiritual strength is of a necessity. And so if we find that we're strong, understand this, this will not be the only thing that comes. And so we want to continue in our strength. If we feel weak right now, we can begin to strengthen ourselves and allow God to strengthen us in our inner man by His Spirit and cause us to be rooted and grounded and established no matter what comes in His love, as we talked about this morning. But you know, we look at and we say, you know, we want to really be able to stand. We want to see miracles happen. We want to have those things happen. And... Spiritually, we'll say that just like in the natural so many times. We'll say, you know what? I want to be stronger. I want to be in better shape. I know I need to exercise. But you know, when we take a look at, you know, if I start exercising, I'm going to have to go through that period of being a little bit sore. And really, I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit tired and my time. And so we opt out. And instead of eating right, we find ourselves having a cookie And instead of exercising, we find ourselves sitting down and watching TV or looking at a device or just going through social media and we sit there and, you know, months down the road, we wonder like, you know, why am I not looking like I had imagined that I would look? Why do I not feel the vitality and the energy that I used to feel? And so you can want to be in good shape. You can want to have, you know, just vitality and energy, but it takes exercise. And same in the spirit. You can want to see the miraculous. You can want to be spiritually strong. You can desire to do that. But if we don't get up and begin to exercise our spirit man, then we'll find that in times of adversity, just like the scripture says, that we'll find ourselves wanting. We'll find ourselves feeling weak in the midst of it. And even at the initial push, we're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. But after praying for some days, we begin to maybe feel weary, and get tired. We find ourselves really in a place where, you know what, I, I just don't know if I can do this. You know, I, I used to work out with some, some guys, and you always get to this point of thinking about, you know, I want to, you watch a guy in a gym, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lift that much. Or, you know, you listen to everybody talk, and They've been able to lift this much weight bench press so much stuff But you know when you're talking about how much you can bench press and thinking about how much you can lift Sometimes you go in and you start putting the weight on and that guy that could really bench press 300 pounds Just at that moment that you're with them. They don't get to quite 300 pounds It's one thing to talk about what you can lift. It's another thing to lift what you can lift It's one thing to dream about lifting 300 pounds. It's another thing to actually push 300 pounds. You know, a few summers ago, we had our youngest daughter getting married and all that stuff. And so really for the first, the longest time in my life, I had gone without, not my life, but my adult life, um, uh, without working out. And so when I went back to working out, I thought, you know, I'll just throw on and pick up where I left off. And, uh, I found out that was really difficult to pick up where I left off. Uh, i had gotten out of shape. Sometimes, even spiritually, we begin to think, you know what? I'll, if something happens, I'll just pick up where I left off. But if you're not exercising your spirit, man, you can't just pick up where you left off. We have to develop our spirit, man. I want to encourage you parents at this time right now. I believe this as I was praying about this message tonight. I begin to think of our children and our young people. We begin to, you know, we, we let our children go to children's church and we get busy with life. But are they really, are we helping them exercise their spirit? Take the devotions that we're sending out to you and do devotions with your children. Begin to let your children pray with you. In the morning, get up and pray with them. Cause them to begin to exercise their spirit man. Do Bible stories with them at their age level to begin to develop them. Because if we wait until they get into junior high and senior high, the things that begin to press against them, the works of the flesh that begin to press against them, we'll find out that they don't have the strength to resist what's coming. And so if we begin to take serious this idea of exercising our spirit man, then we'll recognize that our spirit is strong in the day of adversity and we stand and and we rise up and we're able to help others. We're able to reach down and be strong enough to pull the weak up. That we'll be those that really begin to to understand that we put our feet down and by the grace of God and the strength that the spirit of God gives us in our inner man, that that which is in us is stronger than what is pressing against us. So really, we might ask this question, how do I get in good spiritual shape? Well, I'll just give you one word, exercise. First Timothy chapter 4, starting verse 7, I believe this is the New Living Translation, it says, stay clear of silly stories that get dressed up as religion. Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. This is a message Bible. (laughs) No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in the gymnasium are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to heart. He said, listen, exercise daily in God. So how do I build my strength Really, you know, when we think about building strength, it's actually some simple principles. I don't want to get into the the depth of it, but just reading from uh, uh, Medical News Today, it says this, it says, muscle size increases when a person continually, I'll highlight that, continually, muscle size increases when a person continually challenges the muscles to deal with higher levels of resistance or weight continually challenges his muscles to deal with higher levels of resistance or weight the process is known as muscle muscle excuse me hypertrophy muscle hypertrophy occurs listen to this when the fibers of the muscle sustain damage or injury and the body repairs the damaged fibers by fusing them which increases the mass and the size of muscles When we spiritually want to grow stronger, guess what? It's going to take some resistance. We're going to have to resist the enemy. And in that resistance time, when you push against that and you begin to resist, sometimes you feel a pain. You feel like even, you know what? I'm not not doing this well. I'm faltering. But when you resist and you realize, you know what? I'm having trouble right now. And you step back. There's a spiritual force in you that begins to fuse itself with your spirit. The life of the Holy Spirit begins to fuse itself with your determination to resist the devil. And it begins to build spiritual muscle. There's like that spiritual hypertrophy that's going on. There's things that take place and in all that that takes place, there's that muscle, there's that pressing against. And it's time that when things come, when fear comes, when doubt and unbelief comes, when anxiety tries to come, all those things that come to press against you, it's time to resist the enemy. It's time to say, listen, I'm going to push against that. And even if you feel weak, even if you need to press, you know, sometimes when you're lifting weights and you're gaining strength, you get to that point, you you get a few reps in and you're pushing, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what, if I'm really going to to gain strength, some strength. I've got to go one more time. I've got to go to failure. And that's where you have a friend spotting you. And I believe it's time to where we press in where we haven't before and we gain some prayer partners. We gain some people that will encourage us in our our press against those things that have before we've not had the strength to press against. Now is not the time to fall prey to the action and the divisiveness of our flesh but it's to strengthen our spirit. It's not time to fall prey to the emotional ups and downs that would try to take control of our life, but to press against those and allow our spirit man to get stronger and stronger and stronger. We could look and say, I wish I could do more. We say, I wish I could be stronger. But wishing you could be stronger doesn't make us stronger, but standing and beginning to know where we're at and to know what we can do. It's one thing to say the day of miracles. I want to be in on the miracles. But it's time to deal with the occasion of the day. It's time to press against whatever is coming against you today. So you're stronger and stronger. So in a day of true adversity we stand. Sometimes we wish we were as spiritual as someone else. But listen, it's really not that God favored this one more than this one or whatever. But when you look at people who have grown, it's the time that they put in. It's the spiritual exercise that they put in to their spiritual growth. So I'm just going to give us a couple of things. I'm going to put you on a spiritual growth plan. None of this is rocket science. It's not a heavy revy. It's something that you probably already know. I just want to remind you, because now, I believe, is an opportune time. Especially if you're at home, it's a great time to set up a routine. We all know that we can have an exercise routine and feel like we're in great shape and get distracted and go off of our exercise routine and then realize, almost without knowing it subtly, we're out of shape The same can take place spiritually. We can have a routine where we're growing in God and get distracted and now we're not doing the same things and we find out, you know what, I just don't seem to have the same same spiritual strength that I had. So what a great time to build a routine to develop our spirit man and our spiritual strength. So the first thing is, is you have to have good nutrition. You have to have good nutrition. Set up a daily time in the word. Feed on God's word daily. Make a devotional time, right? If your kids are at home, make a devotional time. Set down a time where you can have devotion. Find somebody to have a devotion with. Here at the church, we have daily devotion with our staff. They have personal time of devotion. We're endeavoring to grow and strengthen our spirit, man, as we look into the Word of God. Jeremiah chapter 15 and verse 16 from the Message Bible says this, When your words showed up, I ate them. I swallowed them whole. What a feast. What delight I took in being yours, O God, God of the angel armies. So he said, your word, I know Pastor Tasha used this scripture last week. He said, your word showed up and I ate them. The word of God is right here. And we need to begin to consume the word of God into our spirit man. We take it in through our eye gates. We take it in through our ear gates. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when our spirit man is open, the word is spirit and it's life. And so it goes in our ear gates. It goes in our eye gates. And if we allow it to, we allow it to take time and not have the enemy steal it, it drops into our spirit man and it brings life and health and strength to our spirit. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 says, incline your ears to my word. Right? For it's health to all your flesh, strength to all Your bones. God told Joshua, if you want to be successful, you want to be strong and courageous and able to take the land and stand against the enemies in the land, that you are going to have to meditate on the Word day and night. The psalmist said, God, I take your Word and I meditate on it in the noonday, in the morning, and at nighttime, and it causes me to be planted like a tree by the rivers of water, and I continually produce fruit. When we get on a good nutrition plan, it feeds the muscle of our spirit, and it begins to develop that which we need to develop. It develops the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding to build our life as God has set forth for us to build it. So set a time to have your devotion, and then Mutter those things. Go over them throughout the day. Take time to allow the Word of God to just work in you. Take it in. Think it over. Meditate on it. Confess the Word of God. And it will begin to strengthen you. The second thing we want to do is we have nutrition, then we want to do some cardio. We want to get our heart strong. I just encourage you, and so many of you have been joining us for Take 10, but right there in your devotion time, take time to pray. Take time to pray what you know to pray, but really take time to pray in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 4 says, A man that prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself. That word edify means to build up or to strengthen one's self. And so as we pray, as we take time to pray in the Holy Spirit, we're praying out the will of God. We're praying things that we don't know. We're strengthening up our inner man. With everything that's coming to your mind, to your emotions, to your outer man, we can pray that strength in our inner man. We can build ourselves up. Jude, chapter, or verse 20, says, Beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. He said it's just time to really build yourself up, strengthen yourself by praying in the Holy Spirit. It's like cardio. It's like getting out there and praying and praying. You know, when you start cardio, you just think, you know what, I can't, I can't run very far. I'm not going to be on this treadmill for very long. I, I just get gassed. You ever thought about that with your prayer time? Man, I can't pray two minutes. I can't pray five minutes. But you know, as you begin to pray... We thought we're going to pray 10 minutes. You know, when we started last Monday morning, we had our staff meeting. And Jonathan said, "Uh, man, we won't get this done in 10 minutes. We thought, well, we can get it done in 10 minutes. We'll just pray, you know, share something with somebody and then pray. But, you know, we've really changed it. I guess I've changed it. Maybe everybody else hasn't. Take as long as you need. And, uh, uh, you know, because it's really... Some people say, I can't pray that long, but you start praying and man, the spirit starts getting built up and the spirit of God starts praying through you. And just like you couldn't used to run, you know, down the block. Now you're not running down the block. You're running a mile. Just like you didn't think you could pray for five minutes. You find yourself getting caught up in the spirit. You're praying 10 minutes. You're praying 15 minutes. You're praying 30 minutes. Some people are praying an hour. An hour. It's like good cardio, getting your heart in tune with the word of God. And so when he calls upon you, it's not like, oh, I can't do that. We can pray. We can strengthen ourselves. Good cardio. Good cardio. And then really, once we get our nutrition down, we're we're feeding on the word of God, we're praying. We have to begin to exercise our spirit man. We need to begin to actually, what he says, exercise ourselves in godliness. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, we've gone over this, especially on Sunday night, numerous times, but it says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh. These two are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. In other words, your flesh is applying pressure And a weak spirit will allow the flesh to overcome. But a strong spirit will push back against the flesh. And it says, listen, if you strengthen your spirit, man, the flesh will not be able to overcome you. If you begin to strengthen your spirit, man, and walk in the spirit, you will not allow the flesh to overtake you. And so it will take exercise. Just as I was saying, young people, you know, they grow up in in, in just maybe the Word of God, but they're not exercising their spirit, man. They begin to enter into uh, junior high and senior high school where everybody's talking about sexual immorality and, and drinking and all that, and they find I'm not strong enough to push against this pressure. We see that in life. It's not just with young people. this is coming, I just don't feel strong enough. What is that? It's a spiritual force. It all looks like it's outward, but it's the outward man pressing against the life of the inward man. And we take time to develop and exercise these spiritual attributes and allow the Holy Spirit to develop them and make them strong on the inside of us. We'll find out that we're stronger than we ever thought we could be. So I just want to encourage you it's time to begin to exercise and strengthen ourselves. Exercise your faith in God. And so right here he says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. Well, our life proceeds from the Spirit, so we walk in the Spirit every day. We begin to exercise our spirit. Man, how? Start to exercise love. We talked about this, that this morning. But you know, the challenges will come. So it's a good time to get over into 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in your devotional and say, you know what? I'm going to work this aspect. Sometimes when you're in the weight room and you have a routine, you don't work the same muscles every single day. So there's certain things that you're working on at certain times. And so some of these things you want to break down and say, you know what? I'm going to continue to work on that. Not just solely this, but I'm going to give exercise to the love of God today. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and meditate on that. And then when I'm tempted to just be quick to respond, I realize that love is not quick tempered. Love is not easily provoked. And so I begin to calm that love is patient. Love is kind. We begin to walk in love not only towards those who are nice to us, but we walk in love to those who aren't and, and those who not so much, right? So the Bible says that we can pray for those who despitefully use us. You can exercise love just by saying when you're watching something or you hear some news about someone, someone who is maybe you've had a challenge with, and just stop for a moment and say, God, I'm going to lift them up in prayer. I'm going to exercise love in my life. I'm going to exercise kindness. We get to exercise joy, right? It would be a good exercise for every single person to begin to just sing praises to God. It says that Abraham strengthened himself in faith, glorifying God. Believing that God was able to perform that which he promised. So no matter what it looked like, he began to rejoice. He began to praise God. He began to lift up his hands. It's time that you just have to exercise joy. You might get up in the morning and just have to do a dance. You might just have to, well, I don't feel like rejoicing. I feel tired. Well, you might have to exercise joy. But listen, the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you really want to go forth with strength, rejoice in him. We were just in a conference, and, and, and Jensen Franklin was there, and he'd get to preach, and he'd say, "Let's come on now, we just need to take a praise break, and everybody would jump up and just rejoice and start praising and rejoicing in God. It filled the atmosphere. It was just so refreshing. Sometimes when you start to hear the news that's going on, or you feel like, you know what, I'm, I'm shut in, I want to do something, then rejoice, exercise your spirit man. In rejoicing. See, I don't feel like it. Sometimes you don't feel like doing that last quarter mile. Sometimes you don't feel like doing that last minute of aerobics. You don't feel like doing that, that, that last press in your, your reps. Sometimes you don't feel like it. But you know, if, if, if I don't do this, I'm not going to make it. So you press through. With some of these spiritual things, it's time to press through. Not just do what we feel like doing, but press through. Peace. In this moment, it's time to get that peace of God that passes all understanding. It's time to practice peace. You say, what do you mean practice peace? When things start to build up, it's time to just stop for a moment. Take a deep breath. Realize that Jesus is Lord. Begin to pray and allow that to just overwhelm you. Jesus is Lord. God's got this and God's got me and exercise peace. Don't just let your mind run. Captivate those thoughts and take a deep breath and practice peace. It'll be a good time to practice patience, long-suffering. We don't know how long or how short this time is going to be for us. We don't know I don't know what goes on every single day with you. I know different things are going on here and there. We're, we're adjusting and, and sometimes you just have to say, you know what, we're going to get through this. I'm going to make it to the end. I'm going to endure. And you just have to, have to practice making it from this place to that place. And if I can make it through today, then I can make it through tomorrow. If I can make it through tomorrow, I can make it through the next day. And we're just moving because we're going to go the distance in this. And that's how you build your endurance is running a little bit farther, going a little bit longer with the kids when you feel like, ah, just go a little bit longer today, go a little bit longer tomorrow. When you feel like, you know what, uh, with your spouse, just the tension, right? I'm just going to go a little bit longer without that tension. I'm going to have that peace of God. Whatever it is that really you just need to extend yourself just a little bit longer, practice that long suffering. It's a great time to practice kindness. Reaching out to others. And that goodness of God. How do I do that? How do I, if I see things on on Facebook, if I see things on Instagram, if I hear about someone who's struggling, how can I extend kindness? How can I extend goodness? There's ways that we can exercise these things. That faithfulness. Continue to just have faith in God. Other translations just say this fruit of the Spirit is faith. It's faith. We can exercise our faith every single day by our confession. Doubt comes into our mind, but we hold fast the confession of our faith. We know that He's able to perform that which He promised. We know what He's done for us. We know He's redeemed our life from destruction. Right? He set us free. He's set us free, He's forgiven all of our iniquities, He's healed all of our diseases, He's crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies, He's healed our bodies, He's restored our minds. We can declare that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. We can take our authority and, and begin to declare that the enemy stop in his operation against our life and bind him. We can begin to loose things from the Spirit of God into our community. We can exercise our faith. It'll be a time to exercise that gentleness. To begin to practice the gentleness and the tender touch when people really need it. It'll be that place where we feel harsh and we feel hard, how can I soften those areas? How can I soften those corners self-control? When you just think, you know what? I can't stop thinking about this. I just can't stop worrying. I just can't stop saying. I just can't stop. I just can't stop. It's time to exercise self-control. When that thought says, I can't stop, you need to know that the spiritual strength in you is growing to be able to stop but you have to exercise it so we can grow in strength so listen it's just a a, a tremendous time the strong spirit of a man sustains him in times of bodily harm and trouble we're just looking at that scripture and saying listen i want to be strong spiritually it says in that day of adversity if you're if your strength fails you, you didn't have much to begin with. Well, we're not going to be a people who fail in that day of adversity. We're going to be strong in our spirit man. And so I know this is nothing new. It's just something for you to think about. What is my routine? What is my spiritual development, strengthening, spiritual health routine? We see it in the natural. We see people, I even see on social media, people, hey, get on this program, that program to help us right now to get out, to to exercise in our home, to get out and walk for our physical well-being and our mental well-being. But listen, don't forget your spiritual well-being. It's time to get on a routine. Eat right, get good cardio. Take in the word of God, pray. Pray and exercise these spiritual development things and we'll be strong in the spirit. If you're with us tonight and you don't know, you're just like, you know what, I'm spiritually weak, I'm troubled, I don't even know what to do. If you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, that spiritual life, that spiritual strength isn't there to develop in you. If you say, I want this strength, I want this life, then just pray with us tonight. Bow your heads. Everybody, just where you are, it's, it's all right. You're at home. You may be looking at the screen, but just in reverence to God, just bow your head. Say this, Father God, I come to you now, and I accept the fact that Jesus died for my sin. And I accept the forgiveness that he offers. And I repent of my sin. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to be the Lord of my life. Wash me by your blood. I believe that you raised from the dead so that I could experience a new kind of life free from my sin. So I declare you as Lord of my life and thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, we believe that you were born again. But you entered into a fellowship and a life with God that only Jesus could offer. If you did that, go on to our tile. Uh, let us know that you received Jesus. We want to send you some information, not about the church, but about your growth and development in Christ. Praise the Lord. Why don't you say this with me? What God did in Christ Jesus? Jesus? Far exceeds. Any damage done to me? By Adam's fall.